Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store 50 to 70% off. Dresses from $19.99. Polos from $16.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Hello and welcome to Laying the Points, a Rotoviz podcast brought to you by MyBookie. I'm Anthony Amico. You can find me on Twitter at Amixta. And my co-host is Action Network writer Matt LaMarca, who you can follow on Twitter at Matt LaMarca. Matt, how's it going? Going real well. Super excited for baseball season to start up. You know, huge opening day tomorrow. Uh, love baseball DFS. Love betting on baseball. Um, there's so much great content over at Action Network that I think you should go check out if you haven't already on why baseball is basically the number one sharp better sport. Uh, so I think it's going to be a re- love a good deal. Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store fifty to seventy percent off. Dresses from nineteen ninety nine. Polos from sixteen ninety nine. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Really great year, and, and I'm super excited to get into it. Yeah, same here. I, th- I think baseball has uh, very quickly become my favorite DFS sport. So I'm I'm, I'm very hyped. We just talked took a a big L to start our lacrosse season tonight. We, we lost ten two. So <laughs> it's uh a, that is a big L. Yeah, we got waxed. So I'm looking to bounce back with a good show here. Uh, before we get into it, I just want to remind everyone you can get a listeners only thirty percent discount to a road of his NFL pass. By subscribing through the podcast homepage at rotaviz.com slash podcast. Now, uh, since our last show, Matt, we made a bunch of wagers as part of the bankroll contest. We continue to just print money off of Loyola Chicago. That's That's been the move, basically, all tournament. Uh, I lost a little bit of that on Florida State. Uh, I bet the live money line, and uh, they lost a close one. Matt lost on Duke, uh, and we both lost uh, an NBA bet. We bet Warriors Jazz under on Sunday. If we got that a little earlier though, we would have won. So that's uh I'm still salty about that game. Yeah, them's the breaks, you know. It's just a crazy turn of events, I feel like. But uh on the week, I lost uh, a whopping 20 cents. Oof. Matt made 16.25, so his lead continues to grow. Uh I'm down 16.40 and Matt is up 106.25. Uh Matt, any comments you'd like to make on the bets this past week? Yeah, I'm a little upset at myself for not taking Texas Tech a little harder in the Sweet 16 against Purdue. Uh, Like, I just felt that they were the better team and they were an underdog. But I made that just a one-unit bet. I probably should have upped my my confidence level on that because I did feel real good about that. Uh, And I think that that's, you know, something that I might try to do going forward. It is tough when our our bankroll is, you know, pretty limited for this contest. You don't want to go super crazy with any one particular team, but... I think that being a profitable sports better means, you know, putting your money down when you're confident in something. So uh, I'm a little upset that I didn't do that. And then, like I mentioned, that that Warriors Jazz under seemed like the lock of the century. We got it before Draymond Green got ruled out. They were literally minus their four best players and Omri Caspi. So maybe even their five best players, depending on what you think of Omri Caspi. But there was like 
15 plus points scored in the last three minutes of that game. Both teams, for some reason, were playing very fast, even though it was a 20 point uh, contest at that that time. So uh, I don't I don't feel bad about the process there. I think that that was a sharp bet. Like you said, if we had taken it earlier in the day when the total was at 201.5, we would have won. But uh, it is what it is. I think that uh, overall, I'm pretty happy with with what I've done here so far in this in this contest. Yeah, I'm chasing a little bit. I mean, I put the, I did put the five dollar down, five dollar bet down on Treya to win the MVP. So I'm just gotta wait a few months for that one to come through. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm really just trying to master this live betting because I, I'm really into it. I think that there's definitely like an edge there. I just have Absolutely. to do it. Absolutely. Yeah, I just have to like do it right. Like Florida State, <clears throat> I really thought Florida State could compete in the game, and they obviously did. So uh, you know, they got down like five or six points early. And the the live money line jumped to like plus three sixty, so I was like, I'm gonna take this now. And you know, for a while, I thought they were gonna win, but just ran out of gas. Yeah, so. you can also look to live live spread bet, which I yeah, know that was that, really the move. Um, one of one of the Action Network guys, his name is Stucky. He's a big proponent of that. You know, like if there's like a four or five point dog, like Florida State, and they get down a little early, and you can get them up to you know seven or eight or so on the spread. He loves looking for opportunities like that because, especially in college basketball, it seems like everybody makes a run at some point. Yeah, definitely. I think that's probably the play. I'm always just, I'm like such an odds chaser. It's so bad. You do like the big payouts. I love the big pay. But, I mean, you know, you you play for uh, what we're here for, right? We're here to make some money. So (laughs) That's right. Uh, So we are down to the final four here in March Madness. We have Loyola Chicago facing off against Michigan. Followed by Villanova playing Kansas. Uh, we're going to break down each of these games. Obviously, uh, not only will the final four round be played, but the championship we played before the next time we're on this show. So we'll talk a little bit about that later. Uh, but let's talk briefly about each of the games. First up, Loyola Chicago. Right now, they are five and a half point underdogs to Michigan on my bookie. Uh, Loyola Chicago is <clears throat> 31 right now in the Ken Palm rankings, while Michigan is seventh. So. A little lopsided there. Obviously, uh, Loyola has been on you know a, a crazy run. Uh, they've shot the ball incredibly well. Uh, Matt, what do you think of of this contest in general, and, and what do you think of the spread? Yeah, I, I think it should be a good game. I mean, just like we all expected at the beginning, Loyola Chicago versus Michigan in the Final Four, <laughs> <laughs> NCAA tournament sticking to chalk. So. Uh, yeah, I think it should be a good game. Loyola Chicago, I think, has really impressed a lot of people with how they've played, but this is essentially what they've done all year. Uh, no team in the country has shot over 50% from the field in more games this season than Loyola. And that's a big uh, testament to the kind of offense that they play. They play sort of like a one-in, four-out, look to penetrate and kick. Uh, they do have uh, a solid uh, rim uh, paint presence in uh, Crutwig, Cameron Crutwig. So I do think that this is a solid team, but the matchup here against Michigan is just really not good. Uh, they are allowing the 18th lowest field goal attempt rate in the country. You know, which which is uh, in direct contrast to what Loyola likes to do on offense. So uh, it's sort of a strength on strength matchup there, but I think that. You know, Michigan, given their athletes, is just a little bit better. And, um, you know, given what Michigan has done outside of their one game against Houston, they've been pretty impressive this tournament. So 
I, I think I'm leaning with the blue blood here and Michigan. And uh, unfortunately for Sister Jean and the rest of the country, I, I think the ride is coming to an end. Yeah, I mean, it's just been so much fun to watch the game. I think that, uh, you know, they've gotten kind of like these key performances from a different guy every round. I mean, uh, Ben Richardson last round just, I mean, he just went off. Like, I, I don't know how much of the game you watched, but he was like, he was like NBA jam level fuego. And, <laughs> uh, you know, like the, the fact that they basically are willing to let anybody score in any possession is really their strength. Uh, they definitely don't just rely on one guy. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see what they can do. I think the big thing, uh, you know, for me in this game is that, you know, Michigan has really been able to stroke it with the three ball. And, you know, that's something that can certainly go cold at any time. So, uh, you know, we're looking at really uh, two hot teams. It should obviously come as no surprise that that's led to wins in this tournament. I think that, you know, the tournament obviously has a, a lot of variance to it. So, you know, these guys are are, you know, clicking on all cylinders on both teams and, Pretty much whoever goes cold first is really, I think, who's going to lose. I, I, right now, in terms of the spread, I, I do think I'm going to still roll with Loyola with the number, but uh, definitely not with the same confidence level as I've had the last couple of rounds. I think that we've been, we felt really good about them. I mean, you know, last round they they got off to a real hot start, and we were just like, all right, this is this is already over. You know, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I I missed one contest because, uh, full disclosure, I. I was sleeping at the start of the game. <laughs> but other than that, I've bet them in three of the four rounds, and you've bet them in, in at least three of the four rounds. So, yeah, like I, it makes sense to want to stick with Loyola here. The big difference for me is that, like I said, Michigan, um, fifth, I'm sorry, fourth in the country in uh, defensive efficiency per Ken Palm. And uh, there are some real matchup questions I think um you know they've relied sort of on on Clayton Custer Loyola has on breaking down defenses and Michigan has one of the the best on-ball defenders in the country right now in Xavier Simpson so uh, I think that this is a a solid matchup it should be good and the public agrees with you uh and the sharp seem to be coming in on the uh Ramblers early getting 64% of the money in this matchup. But I think that that should even out a little bit over time. So uh, I honestly have no problem being opposite of you here and, and taking Michigan. All right. Well, let's roll it into the more conventional Final Four matchup. Uh, battle of two one seeds, Kansas, five-point underdogs versus Villanova. Kansas is eighth in, Ken, in, the, in the Ken Palm rankings. Nova is first. I think... Uh, you know, a lot of people obviously expected Villanova to be here. Kansas was the one seed that I think people uh, liked the least. I mean, it's probably between them and Xavier, I'd say. Uh, but here they are in the Final Four. So uh, what do you think of this matchup, Matt? Yeah, definitely people were very dubious of Kansas, uh, especially playing in the same bracket as Duke and Michigan State, who are two teams that people liked a lot. Uh, definitely a little bit surprising to see them make the Final Four. But I think Villanova has clearly been the best team in all tournament. They are scary when they get rolling. They kind of remind me, and this is a little bit of a dated reference, but not super dated. They remind me of, like, my, the Miami Heat when they had LeBron. And, you know, you blink and all of a sudden you're down 20. You know, they just they pour it in from behind the three-point line. 
Um, they have a, a, a ton of tremendous shooters, obviously the, the best offense in the league per Ken Palm. Uh, and they've covered all four of their games. They're the only team in the tournament, uh, favorite-wise, that has done that. So I, I think that this is a, a really strong team, and uh, I'm looking to, to ride them again here against Kansas. Yeah, I think I'm with you. I mean, I, you know, Villanova, uh, you know, has kind of mastered, I guess, like this this four guard offense. Like I feel like they've been doing this for like a decade now with Jay Wright. Uh, Kansas obviously has Azubuki, seven footer. I think that that could be uh, a bit of a you know a bit of a concern, obviously for Nova. But I mean, they're just so good across the board. I mean, they're shooting fifty percent from the field on the year. Uh, they've obviously been incredibly efficient. Uh, you know, and they leave the nation in scoring 87 points per game. They're making around 12 threes a game. So uh, really, really difficult. You're kind of like a, a souped up version of kind of what Loyola has been doing. Uh, you know, what you would expect, I guess, from a, a major program. So, you know, they have Mikael Bridges. They have pros. They have guys who, you know, can get the ball to the bucket. I, I The comment I made to you when we were just talking is like, I feel like, and this goes with your heat reference, like they can just break you down off the dribble, I feel like, so well. They have a bunch of different guys that can get to the rack, and that's that's really tough, I think, in college basketball to stop. So uh, I certainly like Nova. Uh, I think with the five points, it's definitely a little tougher because, you know, Kansas is, uh, you know, another quality program. It's uh, kind of crazy, actually, that the spread is so close between, you know, these two teams who are both really good, and then you have, you know, a power, uh, you know, a power five team like Michigan and a, a no-name like Loyola, and the spread is basically the same, but... I think uh, I think I'd still take Nova on the number. Yeah, I agree. Uh, just to to go a little further, like uh, both of these teams can score, but I think Nova is the superior defensive team. So, um, with the exception of their first round matchup against Penn, Kansas hasn't held a team under one point per possession, and with Villanova, the only team they've allowed to get over one point per possession was West Virginia. So, I think that you know. I give the edge Nova offensively and defensively. They're loaded. Jalen Brunson may be the best player in the tournament right now. So, yeah, I, I think that they keep rolling. Remember when we thought that uh, Penn had a shot against Kansas in the first <laughs> round? Like, And a 16 did win, but it wasn't them. Yep. Uh, crazy. Uh, but we are going to talk championship in just a moment. But first, I have to talk about my bookie. Guys, you've already busted your bracket. There's still a way for you to cash in on March Madness at MyBookie. Certainly, we've been trying to do that here on Laying the Points. doesn't matter if you've been a player for years or you're like a team because their colors match your favorite shoes. Lay down some money and score big on college hoops. Join me and thousands of online players and start betting at MyBookie.ag. Uh, if you're sick and tired of getting the runaround when asking for a payout, join MyBookie. I would only recommend a service that has been good to me and my listeners. That's why I'm telling you. Make your way over to my bookie. You win, they pay, and they pay fast without any hassles. You're wasting your time betting anywhere else. They even have the in-game live betting that I mentioned before, so you can place a bet after tip-off. Join now, and my bookie will match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. Use promo code LANGTHEPOINTS to activate this special offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Mybookie.ag. And, uh... Something that I've that I've kind of noticed, Matt. I don't know if you've taken note of this, but uh, in the NBA section now they have a whole uh, there's a whole list of bets that you can make every night based on uh, fantasy points. Yep. So uh, that's definitely fun. Again, you know, I think that the marriage between you know DFS and fantasy 
and betting is very natural. And my bookie is doing their best to, I think, help you guys make that transition. So get online and uh, start wagering. Yep, and not to uh, not to throw shade at our sponsor here, but I've seen some pretty exploitable lines on uh, on the my bookie page in terms of the fantasy points. So I think that that's definitely uh, a style of betting that that can be profitable for sure. I love it. We love money, so let's let's get on those fantasy bets. Uh, so now we've previewed both games. Uh, let's just let's keep it simple here, Matt. National champs. Who you got? I mean, uh, just in terms of, I'll give you the quick uh, betting odds here at the time we're recording this, which is uh, Wednesday night. Uh, Villanova is the betting favorite, minus 150. Michigan is plus 200. Kansas is plus 300. And Loyola is plus 1,000. So who do you like uh, to win? And do you like any of these as a bet? Yeah, I'm going to stick with Villanova. I know it's super chalk, but they're going to be favored in both games, assuming that they win. Uh, I think that if you are going to make a bet here, the the way to do it is to take Kansas because really all they have to do is beat Villanova in the first Final Four matchup, and then they will undoubtedly be favored against either Loyola or Michigan. So you can either let it ride with a plus 300 ticket on a favorite. You can look to hedge and, uh, you know, guarantee yourself a win. But I think that Kansas, you know, they're what do you know what they are on the money line against Villanova right now? Uh, I do actually. I was just looking at this uh, right now. Kansas is my, uh, plus one ninety on the money line. Right. So to me, you're getting them uh, instead of plus one one ninety against Villanova. You're getting them plus three hundred, uh, which are better odds, and then you can potentially look to to hedge uh, in the finals. So I might even just let it ride if I had Kansas and they got past Villanova, but it's an option that you have open to you. So that would be sort of how I would look to approach it. But I do think that Villanova will beat them, and I think that they're the best tournament, uh, best team left, and they're going to keep rolling. Yeah, I mean, I actually kind of think that minus one fifty might be a little short on Villanova. Like they're they've been so good, and I, you know I think that those odds are a little suppressed because they play Kansas in the Final Four matchup. If they were playing. You know, one of the other two teams, I think that they'd be a little closer to minus 200. So I, I actually don't mind laying the, uh, you know, the 150 there on Nova. Um, you know, I think if you were going to bet Loyola, the time was probably to do that last round when they were plus 2,000, you know, plus 1,000. I don't, I don't think 10 to 1 really is good enough for me. So uh, I, I think I'm just going to, I would just bet Nova here. I, I feel pretty good about, you know, them beating Kansas. And I certainly think that that side of the bracket is more difficult. So chalk it's you know sometimes you gotta lay odds i'm I'm good with it no and and honestly i I really like that call anthony because you know what like most people look at that and they don't want to lay the juice we've talked about this plenty of times so um yeah the bookmakers probably did have to bring that down that line down a little bit to keep people from chasing you know the plus odds with all the other teams so uh, I like that call. I, I agree with you now that, you know, listening to you put it that way. Nova at minus 150 is probably the, you know, the odds that are most off in my opinion. Yeah, and, and you'd, you'd have a little bit more access to this information than me, but, you know, Kansas is getting the majority of the tickets. Looking Kansas at the, is getting looking hammered at the right now. They are yeah. getting hammered by both the bets and the tickets. Uh, they're, they're 57% of the bets, but 85% of the money. Oh my. So, yeah, early money for sure on 
the Jayhawks. Uh, I would be surprised if it stayed that way. I, I don't imagine that the Sharps are going to continue to pound Kansas. Um, but at the moment, Nova is a pretty significant uh you know, need for Vegas if they're not going to get slaughtered by Kansas. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. That's, I think, bringing that down uh, maybe a little bit more. Uh, let's get to the book it, my bookie picks of the week. Uh, Matt, what, what's your, what's your bet this week that you really like? I like Michigan minus five uh, or maybe even a Michigan minus five and Villanova minus five money line parlay. I don't even like to, uh, do parlays for the most part, especially money line parlays. I feel like you're just asking to lose one of them, but I, I like both of these teams. I, I feel that they're clearly the better teams in each game. I feel like that they have the matchup advantages as well. So if you wanted to get around, you know, laying the five points, uh, and, and that is a concern for Michigan that I didn't bring up. Uh, they are a really, really poor free throw shooting team. They're only 330th, I believe, in the country in that department. So if it is a game late where uh, Loyola starts playing the foul game, Michigan could leave a couple of points on the free throw line. Um, you know, there was obviously a huge thing about uh, the Florida State coach deciding not to foul in that exact situation in the Elite Eight game. Uh, but I think that's a real concern is that, you know, Michigan could be up four going to the line late and they miss the front end of, of a one-and-one, one, or they miss a pair. So uh, I might be a little more comfortable just money line parlaying them with Nova. Uh, I'm sure that the two together on that is probably close to an even money bet, maybe a little better. So uh, that, that I think, is where I'm leaning at the moment. Yeah, so I, I, we're, we're kind of on the same page here because uh, my best bet, also involves the Villanova money line. I think that's that's kind of the goal, right? Like we want to get, we love Nova. We want to get them cheap. They're minus two forty on their own on the money line. Uh, but you know, you can parlay them with the exact other side of that. You can take the five and a half with Loyola. Uh, you can get that basically at plus one seventy if you parlay uh, Nova money line and Loyola Chicago plus five and a half. So I think that that's. A uh, pretty good bet for me. I'm actually, I might bet that right this second. I bet because <laughs> uh, yesterday the odds were a little bit better for both of them. The money line and, uh, for Nova, I think might've been a little bit lower and it was a little bit higher for Loyola Chicago. So I actually just parlayed the money lines and bet it because I wanted to just take the odds when I got them. But uh, I feel a little bit safer, obviously taking the points. I, I still think that Loyola is going to keep this game close, even if Michigan ends up winning. I, I yeah I could see that um I, that's kind of why I said I, I want to get the money line parlay so uh yeah I, I think we're basically on the same page it wouldn't shock me you know like if you told me that one of those two teams did run away with it I would obviously think that it was Michigan right yeah yeah definitely I assume that they just like went crazy from three and it was just over here's what I will say about Michigan though why is CVS obsessed with this Mo Wagner dude. Oh, dude, I have no idea. I, <laughs> I, have, I have not no been impressed idea. with him at all. But every time they're like, oh, they got to get the ball into Wagner on this one. And uh, I haven't been impressed with him at all. I know. The first time I watched, I was like, they kept asking about Wagner. I'm like, the doofy white guy? Like, why, <laughs> like, why, why are we getting the rock to him? Like, 
All these other guys. You know, his tremendous acne that he's got going on. I haven't been impressed with anything that dude has, so. Unbelievable. I, You know, I mean, listen, I don't watch college basketball for a lot of the year, so I guess, you know, maybe he's had a, a good season, but I definitely don't think it stacks up with what I'm seeing. Real quick before we sign off, let me uh, make a pitch to our listeners as to why baseball is the best sport to bet on. So if you're out there, you may not be a big baseball fan. I don't necessarily blame you for that. Baseball can be a little slow and it can be a little boring. I know, Anthony, you fall into that category of, you know, not being a guy who wants to sit down and watch a bank, uh, you know, a baseball game for four hours or in the case of the Yankees Red Sox, like five, six and a half hours. Oh, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, you may not be like super excited for the return of baseball, but it really is a great sport to look to sports bet. Um, and the reason why is because. There are so many money line underdogs that are going to be profitable this year. Um, for example, Sports Insights, who's one of the companies that uh, falls under the Action Network umbrella, they have been giving out their best bet picks since 2010. Um, so that's now seven years of betting. They've put together a record of 1637 and 1891 which is a win percentage of just 46.4%. Um, now, in other sports, if you're only hitting at a 46.4% clip, you're going to get destroyed. But in baseball, because they're taking so many plus money underdogs, that 46.4% translates into almost $13,000 worth of profit on a $100 you know, unit bet. So... It's just a really good sport to try and, uh, you know, like Anthony said earlier, look for those odds, look for those teams that, you know, will give you better than one to one on your money and uh, and sort of fade some of these public teams like everybody's going to want to bet the teams like the Yankees, the Cubs, the Red Sox, especially when they have, you know, their good pitchers going. And I'm not saying that you should be fading those teams altogether, but, you know, looking for some of these plus 150 to plus you know, 175 uh, underdogs, they're going to win games. You know, in baseball, even the best teams lose 60 times. So there's a lot of money, I think, to be made by being a contrarian better, by being an underdog better in uh, baseball. And if you need more convincing, go check out some of the stuff over at the Action Network. I mentioned, you know, the Sports Insight guys, they do a tremendous amount. Um, these numbers are all coming from Josh Applebaum's piece on 10 easy, profitable tips for betting baseball, and it's free. So go check that out. Find out everything that you need to know, uh, to get ready to crush baseball season. I love it. And that's why I love baseball. I mean, uh, you know, Friedman, Matt Friedman just wrote, uh, you know, another installment of the labyrinthian a couple days ago. And the, the title just says it all. Baseball is the best fail often win big. And that's, you know, that's the motto of the game, you know, whether it's DFS or sports betting, like you don't have to be a winner all the time, but when you win, you know, just make it count, you know, maximize what you're going to get when you're right. So I, uh, I'm definitely a big fan that is going to do it for this edition of laying the points brought to you by my bookie. Please be sure to subscribe to rate and review the show on iTunes or your favorite podcast app and get that deposit bonus on my bookie for using promo code laying the points. For Matt LaMarca, I'm Anthony Miko. May the odds be ever in your favor.
Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store 50 to 70% off. Dresses from $19.99. Polos from $16.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store 50 to 70% off. Dresses from $19.99. Polos from $16.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory factory.